It's the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Donut Country, Fans Heating and Air, along with Balfour, Josh Houston, and Associates. John Dinkins back with you here on the Prentice Ossipedia and Air Coaches Corner, and it's time to talk a little Riverdale baseball. And uh, if you're going to talk Riverdale baseball, you better talk to Barry Messer, the head coach of the Warriors. And, uh, Coach, how are you doing this morning? Oh, brother, I'm doing good, man. How about y'all? I know you are excited, as uh, almost every coach, because uh, it's been a long time since we've been able to talk a little baseball and softball. And uh, uh, big week this week. Hopefully the rain holds off. Well, I mean, yeah, that's always a challenge that we always face this time of year. So uh, we'll just do the best we can, navigate through it. I wanted to ask you, kind of talking back in the past, how how was that feeling? It had to be terrible to kind of think that your season was going to be done and then to go through not knowing for about a month uh, whether they were going to try to, to play those games then to eventually say they just weren't going to do it at all. Well, I say it's been the longest two weeks I've ever endured. Yeah. I mean, when we left, it was supposed to be two weeks. Yeah, that was what we were told. And, you know, here we are a year later. So, uh, you know, it was super difficult for just the unknown. Just, I mean, just kind of, you know, you left that day with kind of an uneasy feeling. Uh, You know, and as time progressed, uh, as as April came, you just kind of got the feeling that – that thing just wasn't going to happen. And then, of course, then you start reflecting on, you know, the preparation for the year. And then you start thinking about the 2020 class and, you know, and what what all they were going to miss out on. And, um, you know, it just kind of really just kind of – it just kind of was surreal a little bit that it was going on and it, it didn't really feel like it was still happening even though it was. And – and you know, it was, it was definitely a challenge, definitely difficult for a lot of people to handle. I know a lot of people, you know, missed out on some great opportunities. But, you know, I I firmly believe that, you know, there's a bigger purpose for what happened. We may not understand it uh, right now, but I, I think there was a bigger purpose. And hopefully we can just grow through that instead of just trying to get through that. It affected every, every walk of life, I guess. And, uh, I'm certainly glad that we're able to um, get the season going this year and uh, hopefully get through the whole thing. And uh, I think there's a great possibility that that's going to happen. But I wanted to talk about you had a, uh, some work done on the field. Uh, tell us a little bit about that because I don't even know that we got to that. I think you may have talked to uh, Brian last year about it a little bit, but some new turf. Oh, yeah. We were, you know, we were fortunate enough last, uh, you know, last well, shoot, uh, years of running. I guess it was the fall of 2019, you know. The, we just started, you know, gathering our thoughts and, you know, going around and trying to uh, – going around in the community and seeing if, if putting this turf in over here was a real possibility. And, you know, the first couple of conversations I had with some people went really well. And so it just kind of – it just kind of like snowballed and we just kept going with it. And we were fortunate enough to be able to – Turf our infield, um, you know, have it completed, you know, in, in January of 2020, and you know we're set for a, a great season on on that thing last year. But um, you know we're it, 
it's essentially a brand new turf because we really didn't get to use it. So, you know, we're excited about it. It's been, I mean, the value of it is, you know, it's, it's just unprecedented. It's just, it's, it's really changed a lot of different things around here. You know, it's amazing what people talk about, well, it's cost so much money to get turf and that kind of thing. But uh, you kind of put it up to just a little bit of just some hard work of getting out there and, and talking to some people. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I, I would say this, that this would not happen. Uh, this had nothing to do with me. Uh, it had everything to do with our community of, of Murfreesboro specifically and uh, just some Riverdale people of the past, of the present, of the future that, that saw a vision and were able to buy into it. And, you know, good things don't happen without great people uh, anywhere. And, I, you know, that's I think it's all a testament to the people that, you know, were, were, open, to, were open to the concept and, and didn't see it as unattainable. Uh, a lot of times you're looking at a project like this, you think, well, that's just, you know, it's just not doable. Well, it's definitely not doable if we don't go try to do it. So, and you know, luckily everything lined up for us. And shoot, I'm hoping, <clears throat> I'm hoping it'll open doors for a lot of people to do it. Yeah. One more question about the field. I, uh, I know uh, when with rain and that kind of thing, that should help that situation, should it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like I said, the value of it. Like yesterday, you know, that it rained there for <clears throat> you know a couple hours, and we had planned on maybe just kind of taking some BP in our facility and, and getting a lift in and going on and the skies opened up and we were able to go outside immediately. So, you know, it, it definitely has been helpful for us in our program. You may be seeing WGNS over there a lot too. <laughs> with, well, with well, yeah, WGNS is always welcome. Limbaugh's always got the lounge ready. No, he does. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the present Warriors. And I know you want to say maybe they'll give you a second to say a little bit about the seniors that got to maybe play th- three or four games last year and that have had to move on, but that's unfortunate. And then we'll talk about the, the present Warriors. Yeah. You know, the two, the 2020 class, you know, they're just like any other class that came in here. They, you know, they came in with, uh, you know, a lot of high hopes and, you know, nobody could foresee what was going to happen. And, uh, and I think it, it, I think it speaks to kind of just, uh, you know, being present where you are at the, you know, at the time and not really looking forward or looking backwards, just kind of enjoying the moment. And, you know, those 2020 seniors, I, I mean, I, I feel for them. I love every one of them. You know, I wish they were still here. I wish they had a chance to redo it. Uh, but you know, they've, you know, they've, they've moved on and they're, they're at the place there that, that they, that they probably were going to be anyway. And they're probably stronger through having to deal with all that adversity and, Hopefully, it's made our team a little more appreciative, uh, you know, after, after having to watch that and go through that as well. We're talking to Barry Messer, the head coach of the Riverdale Warriors in baseball, and uh, let's talk a lot about the present Warriors. And, uh, you know, pitching's important, and um, I know they're going to be in divisions this year, so you're going to see some people twice uh, meet for a two-game series and then a three-game series. Uh, but tell us a little bit about your pitching staff. Well, you know, I feel like pitching is, uh, you know, coming into the season, we really weren't sure what was going to go on. But, you know, through the, uh, you know, through the three to four weeks we've had here in the preseason, um, you know, we've we've been able to uh, identify some guys and we've had a lot of guys step up for us. Uh, you know, I I think with pitching, we'll start with our seniors. You know, we've got Brock Puckett, uh, who, you know, is a senior. He's, he's signed with uh, Columbia State. 
Uh, he's going to go on and pitch there after this year's over, but he's a guy we look to get a lot of innings out of and, and do a lot for us at, at first base as well. Um, you know, behind him, we have another senior with Blake Merwin, uh, who hasn't pitched a lot, but he's, you know, he, he, he's had a really good preseason on the mound. He's also another outfielder that'll play a lot. He's, you know, he's, he was a starter for us on our 2019 state tournament team, uh, and as a hitter. So he's got some experience and pitched a little bit that year. Uh, Eli Delk is, uh, another, another starter for us. Who's a senior. He's a uh, shortstop course. We'll pitch a lot. You know, he was hurt. Got hurt his sophomore year, uh, missed uh, half the season pitching-wise there, and probably wasn't going to pitch much last year, but he's back to full recovery. Uh, so he looked for a lot of big things out of him. Great guy to have around. And then uh, our other senior is Walker Cherry, who's a left-hander, came to us as a sophomore. Uh, he's made some big strides. So, you know, a senior class, they don't have a big senior class, uh, a really small senior class, but it's, a you know, have a lot of quality people and a lot of quality guys in that class. I know. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You know, we'll talk about the talk about catching, then we'll go around the infield, okay? Okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, catching is uh, we got two guys that will catch, you know, predominantly on the varsity. we got Brantley Bamberg, who, uh, you know, he's a junior this year. He's been starting for us as a freshman, uh, not behind the plate necessarily, but he was another guy that was a starter for us on the 2019 uh, state tournament team. Uh, with another guy that will catch some is, a, uh, you know, ironically a freshman this year. His name's Bradley Pippen. Uh, he'll, he'll catch for us. He'll play some outfield for us. He'll pitch for us. So he'll fill a little bit of different roles uh, as a freshman. That's a lot to ask, but I think he's worthy of that. Um, go to third base. We got uh, William Wexler, who, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a junior as well. He's, he was going to play some uh, time last year before it got shut down and He's also a pitcher that will rely on some. And we got a, a sophomore named Dakota Green that will come in and fill in some spots at, at third when, when, when Wexler's on the mound and possibly play a little short sometimes when Delk pitches. Uh, Delk is our shortstop. Uh, we do have a freshman, another freshman, uh, Caleb Jordan, that will play some shortstop some uh, when Delk goes to the mounds. Uh, roll over to second base, we have uh, another junior, Michael McClellan, uh, who – um, you know, he, he's a junior who's come on along, come on very strongly. Uh, another great guy who's put in a lot of work, uh, played basketball for the last three years. So he's a pretty good little athlete. Um, you know, then we go over to first and we have, you know, Brock Bucket, like I spoke about. And then we have another uh, junior, Caitlin Gibson, who uh, will play first as well uh, at times. And he is also a pitcher that will, uh, that will give us some time there. It looks like you've got some uh, names that uh, are brothers of brothers and, and that kind of thing, uh, some familiar last names. Yeah, we have some lineage here, and that's, uh, that's always a good thing. Every time you get a brother, you get a brother, you get a brother. So, you know, I always get ragged a lot of times that, you know, Dylan King was Jonathan King's brother, and Brock, yeah. is, Brady, Brock is Brady's brother, and William is Blake and Lee's brother. And it's, you know, it's, I always get ragged on that, but, you know, it can be flipped too. I mean, uh, Brady is Brock's brother. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It's good blood, isn't it? I mean, it, it's really those names you named uh, uh, pretty good people to, to have brothers, you know, that uh, were that talented. Uh, you know, then we'll slide to the outfield. Uh, you know, we got some guys that will contribute in the outfield. We got, uh, like I said, uh, the Pippen will play some outfield. We got Jackson Underwood, who is uh, going to be one of our. You know, we, we foresee him being one of our top arms on the mound. And also, uh, you know, he'll control center field. Uh, I've already mentioned Merwin on the mound. He'll play the outfield. We've got a junior, Kate Hitson, 
uh, who who will pitch a lot for us in, in one of the top slots and also anchor down one of the corner spot uh, corner outfield spots. Um, we've got Drew Henning, who's a left-handed pitcher, who's a junior as well. He'll who float around the outfield some. Grayson King, who is a junior, uh, who is also uh, putting a lot of time, some work on the mound, and will pitch a lot of innings for us and and see some time in the outfield. Uh, so you know we've got we've got we've got quite a bit of some some really really good guys we just don't have a a lot of depth uh which is fine uh we've got a lot of depth in our underclassmen uh but our upperclassmen it's just uh we've got some really good guys uh but that's kind of that's kind of where we're at with uh with pitching right now and with with the positions the uh i know you're going into division play and uh we're going to be seeing you'll be seeing blackman and uh, in your division, and uh, you know Rockvale and those kind of things, and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about your schedule. Well, what's uh, <coughs> excuse me? What open week is like? <laughs> well, let me walk me. Let me. No, let me. I got. I, I've got. I've got another pitcher pitching guy. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. About. Outfield uh, Walker Cherry, who's a you know he was a senior. I probably mentioned him, but he's you know he's a left-handed pitcher, and he'll he'll float around in the outfield too. But as far as the district goes, uh, you know I. You've been doing this long enough here in Murfreesboro. I mean, everybody is good. Yeah. Uh, everybody is well coached. Uh, everybody is going to show up, and and you expect you expect a, a dog fight for seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever it takes to get it done uh, every night. So it, it's just uh, you know, it's just a. I hate to use the word grind because I kind of hate that word, but it's just uh, it, it is. It's just kind of a grueling uh, deal once you start on Monday. Uh, to get to the end and be one of the two teams still standing to be able to go off. Yeah, and it's always funny too, Barry, when you when you talk about it. Uh, it's the only sport in high school, and I, I, they go well. Basketball is the longest, probably yes, but day to day, baseball and uh, baseball more than any sport in high school is is that total day after day after day. There is no let up, even weekends. No, there's no let up, and it's it's that's why baseball is so beautiful. It's just a challenge. I mean, you think about it in the team dynamic. If you go out and get beat on Monday, you have to play again on Tuesday. You you really uh, have no time to kind of come in and correct what was wrong, uh, you know. But at the same time, you don't have a couple of days to to dwell on it either. You got to get over it and move on, and it, it works the same as if you win. I mean, you if you win on Monday. I mean, you could gloat all you want, but somebody else is going to show up the next day and still try to beat you. So, um, it, it's very tough, you know, baseball player-wise. I mean, you could be 0 for 5 on Monday, but the next night you got to go do it again. And if you if you can't let it go, it's going to be super difficult on you to be successful. Amen, brother. That's why I love this game. I love baseball. That's why I love it. Just, uh, it's, it's that day after day after day. A different person on the mound every, every day. Uh, quickly, before I let you go, who do you start with this week, and uh, tell me your opener. We start with Laverne uh, on Monday uh, at home, and I think y'all are coming to cover the game, I, if I'm correct. Uh, I think so. That's the plan, unless weather or something. So we we're, yeah, start we're, with Laverne on Monday, and then over there, place it on Tuesday, and you know that little bit of, that'll be a little bit bittersweet because uh, Chris Biggs, who was my assistant here for ten years, that uh, you know he took the head coaching job this summer over there, so. Uh, kind of a little, kind of sort of a little, you know, homecoming for him coming back over here, and then, you know, uh, opportunity to get to go against, uh, you know, him to see him again. So I know he's doing a great job over there. I know they're in good hands. So it'll be interesting. Start, you know, open it up with them, and then 
the Grand Slam for us starts on Wednesday. Uh, we've got, I think we play Lebanon on Wednesday. We play Clarksville Northeast on Thursday. We play Ravenwood on Friday. We play Wilson Central and Franklin on Saturday. So, you know, we've got seven games this this week coming up. So, you know, we we've got all those all those players and those arms I just talked about have got to be ready to go uh, right out of the gate come Monday. I know you can't wait though, can you? I can't. I'm, I've been waiting for a long time, about a year and a half to be exact. No, it's been like I said. It's been it, it, it's definitely been uh, it's definitely been challenging. You know, uh, I kind of see the quarantine a little bit differently than maybe a lot of people do. I mean, I love baseball. I love everything that it offers uh, our program. I love everything it offers our school. I love sport in general. But you know, I. <laughs> I think a lot of times through the quarantine, it, it, it kind of taught me a little bit that, you know, life can go on without athletics. Right. Life can exist without sport. I mean, there, you know, God showed me some things through that time that maybe made me step back and realize, hey, I, I don't need – my identity ain't necessarily always in, in baseball. It, it could be in something else. So, not that I didn't miss it, not that I don't love it, uh, but it kind of, you know, it kind of made me take a step back and say, hey, you know, there is life outside of this thing. Um, and that time with my family was super valuable. I think a lot of people would say that you don't want it in those circumstances, but you know, when you have a young family, you'll take it anytime you can. Amen. Amen. Barry, good talking to you. Good luck this season. And we'll be talking to you real soon. Thank you all for having us. Appreciate it. See you Monday. All right. Barry Messer, the head coach of the Riverdale Warriors. Brian Barrett steps back into the microphone. He'll actually literally step into the microphone and talk to Barry, uh, Barry Vetter, the head coach of the Blackman Blaze, as we continue here on the Prentice Also pre, uh, Printing. Uh, uh, let me get it again. Prentice Also Heating and Air, Coach's Corner, Baseball, Spring, Softball Edition. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes.